Hello and welcome back to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. My name is Ava and I am your host. Today I want to talk about one of my favorite tools that I've come across in my spiritual and personal development journey called nonviolent communication. And I came to this tool when I was really struggling hard with my relational trauma and experiencing PTSD and struggling, struggling in a few of those really challenging relationships and dynamics. Some of them were with people that I didn't even know very well, but I could just feel that everything was kind of toppling. I felt like I was toppling over and I really, really needed answers and I needed help. So I came to the nonviolent communication book and I'd heard of it many years earlier, NVC, nonviolent communication, in my first spiritual community. And I kind of just poo-pooed it somehow. I was really young and I, you know, was learning about all of this esoteric stuff and all of this esoteric yoga and mantras and codes and paranormal powers. And I thought, "Mm, what is this crap? This sounds like some dumb extra stuff. This doesn't sound like spirituality. But of course, over time, my spiritual practice has refined. And as I've looked at the intentions of what I'm trying to get from my spiritual practice, I've actually come back to a lot more personal development and grounded tools and approaches that are not kind of promising esoteric benefits, but are actually, yeah, more grounded and based in in the real world, because the results and intentions that I have are in the real world. And what I want to share today is about how and when nonviolent communication actually changed my life. So at the beginning, I was reading the book back in 2018, and I started to study the philosophies and the chapters. And just to give you an idea, maybe you've never heard of this before, but I'll give you an idea of the the kind of topics. So some of the chapter names are communication that blocks compassion. So looking at the types of communication that block us from being present with the heart open, observing without evaluating, identifying and expressing feelings and requesting that which would enrich life. So there are a lot of beautiful philosophies. It's really well-written, and there's a lot of examples. And there's also, it's a huge movement. So, you know, there's a whole um, system and culture around this book and workshops that you can attend all around the world. In, in every city, capital city in the world, they or, you know, stayed in the world, they're looking in the Western world, they're looking at different exercises, and you can go away and practice the principles. But for me, it started off with me trying to follow the formulas. And the formulas are pretty much connect, as far as I understood it, it was about connecting internally with what needs and feelings. So identifying feelings and then sharing them. And so I practice that a lot and I study that a lot, you know, about the difference between needs and feelings and wants and thoughts. And, you know, we not often say I feel, but what follows that is really just a value judgment. So we'll say, I feel you're behaving like this, or you're not treating me like that. And that's not a feeling, that's a a thought and a belief and a, you know, a judgment. 
And so I was like, okay, trying, trying to change the formula in the kinds of conversations I had. And I tried that a lot. And I spent a lot of time studying the principles, like I said. But then, you know, there was a time eventually, and a few years later, after really giving it um, my all and really trying to integrate it and really believing in the principles and the ideas which are based in the spiritual principles of being present and having the heart open. And I be- I felt the validity and my heart opening and the resonance with those principles. So I, I gave it a my all to try these different um, formulas and exercises. And ultimately, to me, nonviolent communication isn't about a formula. It's not about using specific words and, you know, saying, I'm feeling this and therefore I need that. And what are your feelings right now? And, you know, repeat back to me what you heard me say. And, you know, it's not about those particular phrases or formulas or the exercises, actually, because those formulas If we're just applying the same formula across every relationship and every conversation we have, that's not, you know, taking into consideration the complexity and the humanity of the conversations that we have. And then we're, you know, resorting to concepts instead of the lived experience. And that's really, really important and relevant when we're trying to heal relationships and deal with challenges inside relationships. If we're resorting to formulas, it can remove the humanity. And ultimately, we want to embody and understand the principles of this work because the principles can be applied across the different situations where the formulas are, are more like teaching props And we have to adapt those formulas. And that's easy to adapt when we have embodied the principles. And for me, there was a time where it all just seemed to have clicked. And the principles were integrated in my system enough so that I could genuinely come from the the right place. And I could feel in myself that I was confident and I was confident in two things. One was my ability to communicate and the other was that my intention was really aligned with the principles. And I moved from efforting to hold a safe space to naturally holding a space of, of safety. So the intention, the principles, according to me, if I could summarize and repackage nonviolent communication. It would be about that nonviolent communication is about embodying a very special intention. And the intention is having a deep desire to create safety and relaxation in the other person's system. So it's ultimately about having a loving connection with the person you're communicating with having a loving connection with them that holds space for challenges. So it's not about only being nice. It's not about only being clear. It's not about having the right formula of things to say. It's not about only expressing needs and feelings and not talking about anything else. It's about cultivating a loving connection that holds space for the challenges because the conversation, and I hear this so many times, and I know in my own experience, the formula doesn't actually 
work all the time. It rarely actually works like clockwork. I say this and they understand and then they say that and then I understand and we've said the right things and now we can all move forward. The formula rarely works. The only thing that works in my experience is when I've had, when I genuinely from my heart, so I've got a deep desire to create safety and relaxation for the other person. And if that, if I'm using my communication towards that end and for that result and that intention, that to me is nonviolent communication. And of course, this is different from fawning. So, you know, please listen to that episode about fawning. We'll link it in the notes. Um, It's different from just only wanting to please someone, but it's about having, of course, that, you know, we have a result we want. We have things we want to communicate. We have pain that we want to share. We have requests that we want to make. We have needs. We have all of those things. And yes, for, you know, nonviolent communication is about teaching us how to uncover those things. We make sure that we're sharing those things. But ultimately, it doesn't matter about us sharing our needs and our feelings. And I know I started nonviolent communication because I needed a tool to help me. I needed a way to share my feelings. I'm in pain. I need to share my needs and feelings. I need results. I need help. But ultimately, we have this desire about having a loving connection and having that a compassionate desire inside of our heart to create safety, create healing for the other person, then our communication has the space in which it's happening is, it is something that is helping to mend. It's helping to bridge those gaps. It's creating a space where if we get the formula wrong, or, you know, there's all of the complicated things that can come up in a conversation, they can come up if our heart is staying open. We want to hold that loving connection. And we get to hold space for that humanity. And if you don't have that intention, if you don't have that deep desire to create safety and relaxation in the other system, if you don't are not interested in creating a loving connection that holds space for that challenge for many valid reasons, you're triggered in you're triggered for some reason, then it's best that you remove yourself from the conversation and ground yourself into that desire. Because that's one of the skills of how to embody the wisdom of nonviolent communication. The wisdom is embodying this this heartfelt desire to to connect and to love and to heal. And if we have that as the foundation, it's really going to hold space for the different challenges that are bound to arise. And then we can feel confident in our ability to have that conversation because we're not focusing on, am I able to say the right things? Am I going to be able to convince them? Am I going to be able to get my needs met? Am I going to be able to get this right? Can I remember the formula? That's a lot of efforting. And there's always going to be a balance between effort and relaxation. But if we can bring in a bit more relaxation, that all I need to do is love this person or not all I need to do, because that would be imbalanced. What I ultimately need to do is keep my heart open, hold a loving space, keep my loving connection to this person present. If I can do that, even if it's a stranger, we can cultivate that loving connection. And 
This is just as important of a skill as identifying and expressing our feelings with clear language and communication and making clear requests and trying not to be aggressive in our communication and trying to talk slowly and calmly. But if that's the only thing we're doing, then we're just becoming robots that are following the formula and we want to ground ourselves in in that real magic that is more of a relaxation than an effort, but really optimizes our chances at success in the conversation. So I hope that is helpful if you have already learned nonviolent communication or just in general for the challenging relationships and communications that you have in your life. And it doesn't mean, you know, really bad ones. It means all of them. Just holding no matter from mild to very traumatic situations, it's so important to train this capacity to have the heart open, to live with an open heart, to listen with the heart, to be present. And the best way to cultivate that desire to create safety and relaxation in the other person's system is to cultivate that safety and relaxation in your system if you don't have a healing practice, like this all came online with me when my healing practice started to gather momentum on the upward spiral. And if you don't have a healing practice, how can you hold a desire to create safety? You can't even have the desire. The desire won't be there. That deep yearning, that deep clarity and intention that what we're here to do is be present and safe and relate to each other with love. You can't hold that deep desire if you don't have that in your system. So once again, having your own healing practice, your own grounding practice, your own relaxation practice is so important to communicate with this wisdom. Otherwise, you're just efforting with formulas and it just becomes another tool that we're studying and practicing and trying without ever embodying that healing wisdom this is another way of embodying that new paradigm of healing. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you want to learn more about this style of communication and the functional spirituality approach to communication and healing, one of our best ways to study with us is the therapeutic embodiment training, which is all about healing. And we have a whole module about relating and communicating boundaries and feeling into boundaries and really elaborate on this amazing technique as well. So we've just started our 2023 cohort, which is going amazingly with our beautiful, beautiful students. And if you're interested in joining us next year, check out the website and you can sign up to learn about it on the waitlist. And if you have any requests for upcoming podcasts, we're all ears. So send us a message. We'd love to have topics that connect with you and are relevant for you and love to hear your feedback as always. So once again, hope you've enjoyed this and we'll be in your ears again next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.